Is being a football fan good for us? How you doing? Um, just a quick thought, one that I've kind of put on Twitter yesterday. I got some really interesting comments from people surrounding this because I was listening to a radio station, well-known uh, sport radio station in the UK, driving into my work at Sky Sports, and heard a guy on the phone talking about his football club and how he just wanted to win because winning was entertaining to him. This is a team that loses quite a lot and was saying how that when his team loses, bear in mind they've they've lost quite a lot this season he goes home doesn't want to talk to anyone for the rest of the weekend and they kind of made me think wow this poor guy's family this was a, a grown man um easily in his 30s i would have said judging by his voice and and what he was talking about and it prompted me to to put a message out on twitter saying is football fandom good for us and if so why it's a really fascinating uh question or sort of responses from people Talking about the emotional impact of it, emotionally invested in it, and that kind of roller coaster that you go through depending on your team's performance and/or result, and it kind of, I guess, questions you about life as well as that ability to keep a kind of internal equilibrium to try and retain, uh, in a cheesy way, happiness. But Patrick Baines says, throughout my teenage years, I'd get very angry if my team lost. On several occasions, I go for a long walk to calm down. As you grow up, you realise there's more to life than the game of football. I still get annoyed, but nowhere near as angry as my 14-year-old self. And that was really powerful, wasn't it? 12, 13, 14, football was your world. You used to play uh, with a tennis ball at school, break times, lunch times, after school, go cycle over to a, a common and play football then, and then you play for a team, play for the school team, and it was just wall-to-wall, -wall, wasn't it? And I remember the team that I supported, Manchester United, didn't live in Manchester. There were very few Man United fans, and I wasn't really a glory fan because... United, when I was a kid, late 80s, started getting into football, weren't really winning anything up until the 1990 FA Cup. A lot of people say that. My old man was, well, his folks are from uh, Manchester area, so that was my connection. But I'd get absolutely pilloried at school if Manchester United lost. So I remember thinking, I don't want to go into school. <laughs> and I replied that same thing to uh, Patrick, who says, I remember getting on the bus. He said he's got, had a high school full of Man United fans. He says, getting on the bus following a defeat wasn't pleasant. Winning the title in 98, 02 and 04 made my school years somewhat bearable. So Patrick Baines, they're obviously um, an Arsenal fan. And a guy, obviously Patrick's mate, quite funnily put, Patrick, you're still kicking DVD racks at the age of 25. Haha, <laughs> I've chilled out loads in my old age, he says, but I used to get cross too. This is Joff, Joff Fitch. It says, with rugby as well. Now it's just a check of the attitude and get on with life. Maybe different tonight, though. I think he was talking about Liverpool's extraordinary win. That's the thing, Liverpool 5-2 against Roma. I was thinking about that. And obviously, when I say football fandom, good for us. I think we all kind of agree that the tribalism we saw before the, the match at Anfield and the violence and best of wishes to the 53-year-old Liverpool supporter who's in hospital in a critical condition or has been. I'm not sure what time you listened to this after being attacked by two Roma fans who have been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder last night. I think most people would agree that, that tribalism, that them and us culture, that divide, that extremity is not something you'd ever endorse or see as a positive attribute. I guess it's taking that community positivity of being connected to something and um, not translating it into some kind of real kind of divisive separation, which people kind of want sometimes in unity, isn't it? It's, the, it's us but there needs to be a them and they need to be the enemy. And that's obviously something negative, but it's just more for me about the emotional mood on us as individuals of, of our games, the team's games, and how it affects people sort of deeply, especially when you've got a family and stuff. You can't really swing it, can you? Going home to your wife and kids and sort of you're in a massive grump, surely not, and affecting their weekend. And maybe that's more about 
what we're trying to do as individuals and trying to be and for me it's kind of like you want to try and keep a consistent upbeat front in life because why not what's the alternative is being negative isn't it but chris lloyd at chris lloyd tv you might want to follow him actually he's a good boxing uh, reporter for box nation i worked with him at the olympics emceeing in london 2012 and he says i quit it three years ago he's talking about football having been a fan for 20 years one of the best decisions i've made as my mood is no longer dictated by the result of a game that's it isn't it and I said, um, if you've gone cold turkey, you couldn't control the emotion and, and said it's tough. And Chris responded, it wasn't mega emotionally, I wasn't mega, mega emotionally attached to it, but definitely had a bearing on my day. Anxious on the morning, if it was a big game, then a high or low after, depending on result. Arsenal, he says, so mostly low. Arsenal? Not bad at that 20-year period, as um, Patrick pointed out. A few titles, loads of FA Cups, to be fair. And quite a good winning percentage compared to a lot of clubs, I'd imagine. I think their record losses in the season's 11 or something in the Premier League, so it's not too shabby out of 38 games, is it? But he says he went cold turkey, don't watch a game at all these days, and honestly, don't miss it. I suppose my living's uh, made at Sky Sports through people watching football, so I don't want to necessarily discourage that, but it's interesting. A Channel 4 sports reporter, Jordan Jarrett Bryan, been in touch, um, connected with him recently on social media. And you can, by the way, Ed Draper, 81 is my Twitter account. I love to have kind of just debates and try and be thoughtful about the game as much as possible without being overly judgmental or, or too kind of um, scathing of people without kind of a sort of analysis. And Jordan says, I love football, love it, but never got the whole affecting your life. It says more about the fan than football. I suppose it will, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting point in the sense that if you wonder if there's people who are so emotionally affected by the result of a team, can they? maintain balance and a temperate mood when other things go against them you know they're subject to road rage more likely to have that more likely to get into arguments struggle to uh, compromise at work at home quite interesting isn't it Jordan Jarrett Bryan and also but a little bit when it was self-involved with your own emotions isn't it if you lose um, Jordan replies as well I said about um, how I kind of prefer playing a little bit now in terms of um, five-a-side, although you do get annoyed when you lose on a team and things like that. He says, indeed, I've got mates who are hardcore fans, so those who obsess over results allow it to affect their life for days. It is ridiculous. Cup final loss, relegation, maybe I get that, but how often does that happen? Well, it depends on the team, doesn't it? Um, and I've pointed out that a, few of my, a couple of my friends are Everton fans, and they kind of grew up in the 80s, or not grew up, but they were kind of like kids in the 80s, and family members supported Everton because they were pretty successful one the league in 1985 and 1987 I believe in the FA Cup in there as well um, and uh, kind of been small pickings for them growing up like 95 FA Cup final when they beat Man United was the only highlight for, for my mates they tend to sort of develop a quite sort of depressed demeanour when it comes to talking about sport kind of attritional long-suffering kind of feel about those guys Dan and Chris my good mates from home uh, Mike McKenna says I used to mope for an hour or so then look forward to next weekend really feel for the people around that bloke talking about the guys talking about the radio um dmg personal i'm not sure who that is on twitter but says big believer in celebrating the wins and not less letting the losses annoy me can't understand how anyone over the age of 12 acts like the world's ends ending <clears throat> due to team losing i actually think a lot of fans want to use it as a way to show they're the biggest fans out of their peers and he says juvenile it's quite interesting it's like a badge of honor in that kind of way in a sense that's like i'm care more i'm more invested in it um, Nathan Moat says if we lose on a Saturday I'll be honest I'm a nightmare for my family to be around for the rest of the day uh, Fred says love of the game does that I love football especially total football so when Barcelona used to lose I suffered I wasn't that much so was it to be fair and there's an interesting one from Lee Griffiths who spon- responded a little bit later actually saying football fans are a very strange breed but it's kind of 
that's the, the pivotal thing, isn't it? It comes down to external things you can't control. Maybe you can cheer on at home and, and affect the mood of a game and influence it a little bit, but that's by po- being positive, isn't it? But I just wonder, it's these things in life generally, you know, take it out of football, just these things that kind of you can't control massively affect you. The weather's one for me, you know, it's kind of grim over the winter in England because I lived in the West Indies as a kid crave a bit of sunshine and light and actually for me sometimes that lack of light and really kind of saps your energy in the winter but you try and kind of keep your mood up because you think you don't want to be affected by variables that are just out of your reach and that's the problem with football results right you want to invest in it you want to love it but having that detachment the final whistle to kind of shake it off a good lesson for for everything in life put the past behind you and move on isn't it but let me know what you think it's um an interesting one isn't it about how kind of like especially as we get i'm in my 30s mid 30s and you just think life is too complicated now to carry moves around with you and not found those around you certainly got a toddler a little girl i can't sort of uh not be upbeat when i hang out with her and kind of affect her with that that sort of negativity of my team man you struggles we've had an interesting time and actually it's a challenge in a way since sir alex ferguson left in 2013 because that was those halcyon 20 years of 13 league titles couple of champions league fa cups league cups um, generally a lot of success and, and entertainment there wasn't too much to complain about it's interesting to see people really kind of embittered about the success not necessarily continuing but it's a challenge maybe you use it as a challenge I suppose if your team's struggling to, to still support them my brother who's a lawyer used to say he was going to stop supporting them after every time they lost it's quite funny it's still like that on our WhatsApp group a little bit but yeah football fandom get in touch if you've uh, got a few guys if you haven't already commented on the Twitter th- uh, thread Ed Draper 81 on there. I'm also on Instagram, kind of post uh, little bits of uh, video pictures of my life as a sports presenter at Sky Sports and other little bits that I get up to. I'm based in Cheltenham with my family now, but got digs in London so it's between the two places. Cheltenham's a town in the west of England if you're not from England. Um, but yeah, good to speak to you and keep up uh, the good thoughts on social media. Really good to have these debates. Boxing and football, my big loves, but like to talk about all sports who lived in the states for a while studying my masters in journalism out there so an interest in, in those things and the nfl draft's coming up soon too so maybe that's quite an interesting concept isn't it quite a socialist concept to kind of rebalance things quite f- concept based in fairness which is kind of i guess counterintuitive given american college american society sorry is fiercely quite um capitalistic capitalism is the forte the survival of the fittest but it's definitely a rebalancing when it comes to the pro teams. Could other sports learn from that? Less of a status quo, change things up a bit, give the, the weaker sides more resources, um, redistribution of wealth effectively is what happens in the NFL, isn't it? Anyway, team, hope you're well. Is football fandom good for us? If you're watching your game coming up, try not to get too emotionally involved. Don't be like a reed blowing in the wind, as they say. Cheers.